Tired of trying to run your office from home? The Mill Enterprise Hub in Drogheda offers hot desking and office solutions in a supportive startup community for businesses and remote workers. They provide members with 24-7 access, free car parking, 1 gigabit broadband, meeting rooms, soundproof pods for all your Zoom calls, mentoring, podcasting and vlogging facilities. There's no lengthy contracts. Oh, and did we mention there's free tea and coffee too? Email us today to arrange your tour at startup at Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. And you are listening to the Moncrief Show on News Talk. 53106 is our text number that will cost you 30 cent. You can follow us on Twitter or send us an email to afternoon at newstalk.com. Once again, Barbara and Declan join us uh, on the show for So You Think You're Not Up. Barbara and Declan, as is well known, love everyone in the media. I've never said a we bad word against anyone. It's not, it's not the case. All know who you are. We love you. We love, we love you, you all. all. Just as a legal requirement. Uh, right. OK, here's your first question. My boyfriend and I watch a lot of box sets together, but I've noticed over the past six months or so that there is a pattern to the shows he chooses. Game of Thrones, Shameless, Californication. They're all good series, but they all contain quite a lot of nudity. When I think about it, almost every single show that he chooses has considerable nudity in it, invariably of the female rather than the male variety. It's not that I'm a prude. It's just that I feel a little... I don't know why. Why do people include the phrase, it's not that I'm a prude? Because yeah. everyone's going to think, yes, you are. <laughs> anyway, it's not that I'm a prude. It's just that I feel a little jealous when he's watching the female characters undress or in a sex scene. I should mention that he has casually suggested I dress up... <laughs> <laughs> as uh, Daenerys. Is that how you say her name? Such a long time. Yeah, Daenerys. Daenerys, Daenerys yeah. Uh, for a Halloween party that we've been invited to also... I don't want to be fussy and make a mountain out of a molehill, but what should I do? (laughs) (laughs) Go online, get the blonde wig. (laughs) I had to look up who Daenerys or whatever she was. I had no idea who that was. You you never watched Game of Thrones. I have never watched Game of Thrones. Yeah, well, now, fun fact about her, and I can't remember the name of the actor. Yeah, well, the actor, but like in, in, because it was what, seven series of that? But it almost seemed like if you watched the entire thing, all the main female characters is almost like, well, okay, we've given you this job. It's the biggest TV show in the world. So for the first, your first series, you have to do at least half a dozen yeah. new scenes. Oh, okay. uh, and she has, and that seemed to happen to everyone. Uh, and But she's since, the actor's name, I forget. But she's, Amelia. Yeah, Amelia. Foxwild. Mm, Amelia Foxwild. Let's yeah, go with that. Uh, but Amelia Foxwild <laughs> has said like she was not at all comfortable with this and she felt profoundly pressured into doing it. And, you know, was... She she reckons she you know suffered some psychological damage as a result of this. So yeah, because when that's I googled, first thing to said to a rapey boyfriend there. Yeah, yeah, because well, when I googled her, every photo I found she had like nice dresses on and cloaks yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. So I really didn't get what the problem was. Yeah. Okay, so thank you for that. She took them off. That's Amelia the Clark. That's yeah, <laughs> hook by hook. Yeah, and cloak by cloak. <laughs> well, I didn't get all that, which adds a kind of creepy kind of like um, yeah uh, element uh, to it. But I mean, you know, so many sets or so many big series on TV are either about killing women or um, uh, lots of, lots of um, nudity and, and, and she's right it's mainly uh, female nudity far more than male nudity what interests me is uh, when she says that she feels a little jealous when he's watching female characters on dresser in a sex scene so like who or what is she jealous of? Is she jealous of his attention on the scene that he's watching and yeah. not on her fully clothed sitting beside him on the sofa? 
or is she jealous of the actress that she's watching on the television? Or I, I so I really. Uh, no, I, I assume she's jealous of the fact that he's looking at you he's know, getting to see Amelia Clark without her kit on. Yeah, well, she's lying there with a gimp mask beside him, and he's not paying her a blind bit of attention. I don't think it's about the attention oh, that she's yeah. not getting. I think it's the fact that when they're both engaging and watching something for a bit of entertainment, that by and large it tends to be that the sex sells part of the entertainment process goes towards appealing to men and the male gaze, and and having a, an, a female actor getting her kit off as opposed to the male actor who may be what you'd like to see a bit more of in the buff. But surely oh, I know I is? do. Yeah. Is that, is that just the thing she wants? She wants to well, see more just, men. Which is, she's not, she's not saying that. You see, again, this comes back to, we were talking about arses last week and it comes back to exactly the same thing. It's not about arses, Barbara. What? It's about no, but yeah, no, I know. I know. Yes. No, I was I was only saying it is a similar <laughs> thing that men very Biceps. often think that women think the bits of the that men's bits in themselves yes, are, are desirable, yes. Are attractive. Yeah. And yeah. they're they without me going into any kind of detail, they're not. They're no. they're just no, not. No, but some women do like that, I'm sure. Maybe, 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 but I think in general a woman's body, and I say this as a heterosexual woman, yeah. is probably more interesting than a man's body and a man's well, I, I, I Well, I totally agree with that. I, I totally agree with that. Yeah, but that's 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 I don't know why women have sex with men at all, actually. <laughs> yeah, well, okay. That's, again, yeah. that's, that's, that's the perspective from like... A heterosexual woman's yeah, point of view. And I, and I don't even think it's about being heterosexual because I do think that when it comes down to the way society has created these narratives that a woman's body has become a narrative. Whether for, whether for good or for bad. Yes. Page three of The yes. Sun. It's, you know, it's all about, oh, she's after showing her bust. It's all very kind of, you know, sexually charged. Whereas, mm. like, the, the fact that, say, Chris Hemsworth in the, you know, when he's playing Thor, or is showing his chest muscles and it's all it's very much a sexualized thing but it's also seen as a kids program which is all really weird but the, the fact of the matter is <laughs> very it's very weird but well, actually, that's a very good point. Like, Helmsworth must have in his contract, you have to yeah, take you your have kid to take off. Your top yeah. off. And you have to show your biceps and you yeah. have to be in shape. I know that um, the guy who plays Superman, Henry Cavill as well, had to get into really, really big shape. He was a bit skinny beforehand <laughs> and he became this big muscle guy in order to play Superman. And, uh, you know, it's all part of the new shift towards equalising the gays and I don't mean the gays that hang out at the George the, I mean the, the gays as in, as in the yeah. view um, that people have but when they're watching but it's equalising it from a male perspective though. it's equalising it, it assuming this is getting very philosophical it is yeah. This. yeah this poor woman is wondering it's... should I buy the Daenerys outfit but again yeah. I mean it's, it's kind of making it equal by assuming that women are turned on in the same way that men are and I don't think they are that was the point I'm yeah. trying to make. I don't think so. Uh, but coming back to this woman, if she's sitting on the sofa and she's jealous, stop making that face. No, at I'm, me. Just, I'm, I'm processing what you're saying, and I don't think that's strictly true. I think, yeah, what, I, I don't think it's strictly true. Uh, um, it's uh, particularly just because the culture has changed a bit for younger women that they feel a bit more. Uh, empowered to, empowered say, to say, it's not the be I, all I, and I the like the look all. of that. Now, I mean, it it, it can result in, and because over the years as well, uh, you get texts in from people who are uh, uh, not bodyguards, but you know, bouncers, and the amount of arse pinching and sexual harassment, and they, you know, these 
uh, uh, these are guys supposed to be forceful and it's not a pleasant job a lot of the time with drunk women oh, yeah. on you. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Uh, and so then it's... The objectification. It's the objectification. Of... And it's not pleasant, you know, from you know, either I don't, end, really. Yeah, no, I mean, but I, I wasn't really meaning that as much as I'm, I'm, I'm suggesting... And women love men for their minds is what you're trying no, to say. No, I'm not. I'm Go not on. saying that. But it's I'm their saying... bank accounts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 no, but I'm saying that men would get turned on by bits of women. Do you know what I mean? Whereas yeah. women kind of, I think, get more turned on by a complete package. She says with an unfortunate choice. Barbara, have you ever watched that really weird program that's on? I'm going to say it's Channel Four, where it's just where they're all naked. Oh God, yeah, that's a load of. I mean, that shows that to me proves the point. Like, you know what I mean? Well, exactly. But men's hanging out bits are is just like. I but there's women who want to take part in that program. Yeah, yeah but, they, yeah, but they there's talk, women who do like this. It's a real thing. And it's yeah. like, they oh, are not know. all women. They are not even most women, I would I Yeah, would but I was making suggest. the point about that program being ridiculous and a very kind of superficial Can we back to interpretation yeah. of sexuality and sex and sexiness and all of that stuff. That does not disregard the point that when Hollywood is making a, a, a series for, for consumption on the telly, it actually contractually obliges as actresses to take yeah, no, their clothes off. Yeah, that's awful. I mean, yeah. you know... That, no, it is awful. No, I, yeah. Increasingly, that, that the men are, are going to do that as well yeah. because it's about and sexy they have enough their bodies things have to be sex out. Perfect. Yeah. yeah, and it's uh, all a bit weird. And yeah, and it is all a bit... Actually, it is funny just because, you know, the James Bond film uh, is out. And, yeah. you know... Did we it? like his pink jacket? Uh... Ah, uh, yeah, all right, yeah, Grant, <laughs> nothing against it, but like, but, they, but, but apparently right. before they do all those topless scenes, they have to like not drink water for two days or, <laughs> yeah, or and really the punish themselves diet. so all their muscles stand yeah. out. Yeah. Whereas like Roger Moore just suck his gut in, you yeah, know, the ball spot. Side, like anyway, what should she do? She should buy the outfit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what she should do. I, I mean, I'm thinking if he's choosing these series, is she saying he's got a problem that that he wants to kind of watch all this? Is there a porn element to this, or is it? I mean, I assume if they're in an equal relationship, that she is choosing as many box sets as he is, so yeah, she can, yeah. you know, she can watch the kind of stuff that she wants to watch, whether that involves a whole load of men's dangly bits or no men's dangly bits at all. Uh, you know, that surely. Um, would kind of even things up a little bit. I don't think, I mean, these series have all been hugely popular on their own. I, I mean, I think the fact that they have nudity in them, a lot of nudity and a lot of it is gratuitous and, and actors are becoming under pressure to 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 present their bodies too much. And that's a separate argument. But I think in of itself, I don't really understand, As once again, what is the problem here? If yeah. she's sitting on the sofa and she's jealous of him drooling over the naked, whatever her name is, on the on the thing. Well, I mean, all she has to do is get naked herself, and I'm sure he'll very yeah. soon turn off the box set. Just and, open, you know, yeah. open the book. Well, at least he's not asking her to be to dress up like a character from Shameless. That that would be a bit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he is a <laughs> probably slightly <laughs> insulting. Uh, yeah. I, it's a bit of a kink he might have. What's the harm? But but, I, but again, I don't I don't even know whether whether it's even fair to call it a kink because mm. because because those elements are so um, intrinsic, intrinsic the, yeah. to what is being 
created already and mm. it's like it's like when the, the people who make the Sun newspaper used to say oh we could never not have page three because it's what our, our audience expects and it's what they want I think there's a similar thing happening with, with these programmes where they're kind of we have to have the actors the female actors in particular you know showing how beautiful and sexy and attractive they are because that attraction is part of like what builds up the it's like being an influencer on Instagram you have to show your bits to kind of you know yeah. that's where the traffic comes I, th- I think she says it well, Barbara. When you're a better influencer, you'll start showing me more flesh. <laughs> That's where I'm going wrong, obviously. Okay. Listen. <laughs> then finally, the penny drops. <laughs> um, but, you know, I think from her point of view, what she's pointing out is that there is still an inequality between the amount of sexy female on form versus sexy male on form, and she's kind of gone. On show, I mean. Well, yeah, and, you know, I mean, so she's you know, going, oh, oh, bit of I'm fairness. Not sure please. that she's making that kind of intellectual argument, but um, no, I would agree. Yeah, yeah. she, she, she just wonders: is your ma- is her boyfriend a weirdo? Uh, I don't uh, think he is yeah, a weirdo. Like, I mean, if he was typical, watching, really. if he was watching, kind of, you know, kind of very odd things. But these are all shows that, even though I have not watched any of them, I know I know all their names. Um, hmm. So they were hugely popular. So I don't think I don't think in of itself it's a problem. Yeah, I agree. You agree. Okay. I do. I agree. Okay. That's how Saul said. Rare, rare moment of accord <laughs> yes. there uh, in the studio. Uh, right. Okay. We'll take a commercial break at this point. After that, our next question is, uh, should, is it make or break for my girlfriend to move in? 53106 is our text number that will cost you 30 cent. Barbara and Declan are still with us. Uh, already uh, dealt with that one question. Well, sort of. We? Uh, uh, from, <laughs> I don't know if we did. Uh, but like, he really likes... We'll say Game of Thrones wants her to dress up as Daenerys for a Halloween party. She thinks he likes looking at all the nudity and that kind of makes her a bit... Feels slightly uncomfortable. That's not clear entirely why she's uncomfortable. Aina says, I don't know about that. There's plenty of male nudity in Game of Thrones too. Uh, I'd say if you did a Mickey versus nipple count... Uh, that would uh, uh, the proportions would be, and that's even one nipple per woman. Let's to make it fair, uh, it would still be f- far outshine the, the female nudity would. Uh, oh, Barbary, you can't beat the male body in all its glory, indeed, in all shapes and sizes, uh, uh, says uh, one texter. Though Column says, oh, for God's sake, it's not rocket science. Women's bodies are a beautiful thing to behold, whereas a bloke's body is generally like a baldy ape. It's simple aesthetics, says Colm. It's I'm... simple aesthetics if you're a man. That's, you know, it's a straight man. Or a straight man. Good yeah. man, yeah, yeah you yeah, heteronormative yeah. git, Colm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dare you. It won't uh, into that, Colm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I wholly agree that we need to not stoop low when seeking equality. We need to yes. ask ourselves, still as women, which I am one, if the genders were switched, would this be okay? Well, indeed. That's uh, good. Yeah. Very, very well yeah. put. Uh, I'm a gay woman in my early 30s. I've been dating my new partner who's from the UK for about seven months. She's very keen for us to move in together. However, I'm quite reticent about the whole situation. We haven't been together that long and I feel very influenced by my parents who largely believe that couples shouldn't live together unless they're very serious about the relationship. My partner comes from a context in which people uh, much more readily move in with each other, but I've seen how this can lead to breakdown of the relationship if the decision is taken too flippantly. But it seems make or break for her, so I don't know what to do. Dun, 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 dun. Dun. Off you yeah. go then, Declan. 
She's oh, a gay yeah. woman. She's a gay so woman, so it must be within my yeah. wheelhouse. Yeah. yeah. Actually, there is a very um, there is a trope uh, in lesbian culture. There's a joke that says, "What?" I does... know what a trope is. Oh no, I, I was making sure that everybody's listening. Okay. Understood yeah. what that was. Thanks, Barry. They know what a trope yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> it's a trope. I'd like to apologise <laughs> to the listeners. <laughs> oh, I dare you know all of the listeners. Yeah. Miranda in Cork didn't know what a trope is, and she's texting in right <laughs> and now. She's um, what does a lesbian bring on a second date? She brings a moving truck, yay, because she moves in. Because they're really fast to get into moving in with each other. Yeah, Yeah, okay. That one kills in the George, but uh, yeah. (laughs) Every Sunday, (laughs) come and see me. Try the beef. (laughs) We don't serve food. Um, look, the, the thing about it is for some people moving in quickly is just is part of the process. You want to get to know them. You want to know that that works out for you because you want to know whether you're investing into something that's going to work in the long time. For other people, the very act of moving in with each other is like this major life-changing commitment and, and it's, it's something you're working towards. I don't think either of those perspectives are necessarily correct or wrong or right or whatever. I think everybody has to work at their own pace for a relationship that's getting giving them what they want and they're you know they're happy with that whole thing so in this instance that's all that you're really dealing with regardless of what your individual scenarios are she wants to move things along you think that she's moving things too fast you want to you know move towards moving in with each other and she doesn't see that necessarily as as a thing that you move towards because because you know living with somebody is it of itself isn't the kind of thing it's that it improves your relationship and it makes things but there isn't a point when it's when it's an appropriate the, thing to do yeah the interesting thing about this letter um, and it, she doesn't explicitly say it but it's obviously implicit in the letter is that her partner who she's been seeing for seven months is from the UK um, which means that her moving in is a whole different kettle of fish from somebody who's in the moving city. from the UK or was she there anyway people. Oh, God, I took it that she was moving over yeah. from the UK. I don't know, okay. yeah, because he said she's... Uh, um, she said she's from the context, yeah. which I presume she means the but culture. That, and, and she, uh, well, she, yeah, I don't know. I mean, how could they be seeing each other for the last seven months if well, your woman's in if your woman's sorry, in England? hello. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we did. And, you know, backwards and forwards. And, uh, um, yeah, so I assumed it was a similar situation, that they were, you know, a long-distance relationship and she oh, was moving right. over from the UK. I okay, but we'll park that because yeah. we don't know. We don't or know. Or county or wherever they but say that they are. I kind yeah. of agree with what you said in that, like, you know, everybody's different. But the bottom line is, in any of these situations, regardless of how you consider moving in, whether it's, you know, a sign of commitment or it's just something kind of you frivolously say, well, should I pay two rents when we could just shop in and play one? Um is it like it, it to me it boils down simply is like do you love her do you think you can see your future together mm. you know and if the answer is yes well then why wait and it's if the answer like is the i'm not sure week. or no well then you wait when we were talking about the prenuptials <clears throat> it's the same kind of thing is that some people walk into um you know increasing commitment in a relationship with a kind of a, a an element of fear and apprehension and, and doubt and pessimism and other people jump into a you know blind faith in love and romance and you know sunshine and lollipops so i think obviously the the the, the facts are that relationships don't always work out but well, that you can't can happen go into a relationship saying with, this no, isn't going to work exactly. out. And that can happen whether it doesn't happen necessarily just because you moved in together 
what she considers to be reasonably quickly. Um, it can ha- relationships can break down if you've never moved in together until mm. after you got married. So and it depends on the no... way you move in and what you move into. <laughs> yeah. And is she moving into your home? If she I is, think all that seems to be that. Yeah, she's moving I into think her, her hesitation about this and her kind of I feel hiding a little bit behind her parents viewpoint yeah which is irrelevant answers the question yeah exactly and I think uh, I think that uh, if she is hesitant and if she's feeling like a little bit um, what does she say it seems maker I don't know what to do um I think you do know what to do. Yeah. And if you're not yeah. sure, then you shouldn't, you shouldn't. And in. it's very, there's a, there's a red flag for me for, for anybody in any relationship of any kind, colour or whatever, to, to, if you have somebody in a relationship who's pressurising somebody else to do yeah. something that they're not ready or, you know, are able to do. That's, that's kind of, I don't, I think that's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a bad thing. To imply that it's make or break for her that we don't move into each other is a bit weird. I think yeah. that's a bit full on. Yeah. Paul says, this is actually your joke in practice here. Oh. Uh, a friend of mine came home from work to find the woman she'd been on a first date with the week uh, the week previous standing outside her door with her child. Nearly 30 years later, they're still besotted with each other. Ah, oh, that's so lovely. See? See? Yeah. yeah. That's love at first sight. Isn't that sweet? And, and uh, Miranda in Cork has texted in to say, thank you for informing me what trope meant. I always wondered, uh, says... Uh, <laughs> uh, I was... <laughs> I was ghosted by a man I met on Tinder who had been seeing for nearly three months. We had gone on multiple in-person dates and everything was going well, but we hadn't made it official. Due to my painful marriage breakup two years ago, I asked him if we could uh, take the relationship very slowly. He agreed, but despite this, he went completely cold with me and I didn't hear from him for the next two months. I'd accepted the fact that he ghosted me, but now he's after texting me out of the blue, like nothing ever happened. I did really like him. Uh, and would be open to trying again, but I'm uncomfortable about giving him a hard time about not contacting me. Maybe he was busy. Should I give him another chance? Oh, mother of God! Are you thumbs up or t- thumbs down on this one, Bab? Um, like the first thing that annoys me about yeah. this is that good, yeah, The first thing that annoys me about this is this the. the the whole new terminology that we that 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 exists now. Ah, no, don't now, agree. No, <laughs> don't it, like we went on an in-person date. Yeah, uh, I know it's COVID and stuff. all the rest yeah, of it, but yeah, still, yeah. like that's like oh my god. And then we hadn't made it official. It was so much easier back in our day, Sean. You know, yeah. you, there, we you never know, called a phone call. You got yeah. off with somebody, you went out, then you were going out. Yeah, and exactly. Don't make it official. No, you snuck, it. you snuck somebody in the pub at eleven o'clock, and you were going out. <laughs> you were going out. Yeah. Exactly. You were looking at churches then. Exactly. Yeah, and it was all so much easier. Um, and this thing of ghosting, you know, again, I think sometimes because it now has a title like ghosting, it's it's almost it's like as if she thinks it's kind of acceptable in some way. That what he did yeah. was kind of acceptable. Perhaps he did he'd the been busy. Oh. Well, no, somebody. If you're seeing somebody, oh, whether it's official or not official, hold on now, I'm on a roll. If it's official or not official, and then they just disappear and they stop contacting you and they don't, you know, there's no con, and then they suddenly reappear. I think number one you are due an explanation. And number mm. two, you're probably due an apology as well. Even if it's not official, if you've been seeing each other and gone out a few times and then he just vanishes, 
And I wouldn't, I wouldn't accept him back anywhere near me unless I got both of those things. Right I do there. agree with you that there is that a is certain kind of. Can I ask a question? Does making it official mean boyfriend girlfriend using I, titles, or does it mean they just slept together? I don't oh, I know. I think it means those that titles, you know we're we're um, an exclusive, we're monogamous, exclusive yeah. kind right, of thing. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Or, or you know we're we're acknowledging that we're yeah. we're not just dating in the American sense, which means that you're allowed to kind of just go to hamburger Marys so and with whoever you want. Yeah. Yeah. It's very complicated. Anyway, you got to know. I, will, I well, I, I just I don't care about the terminology. I think terminology changes all the time. I think the what yeah, but what I was saying is it kind of legitimate. I think sometimes people think that it kind of legitimizes it because it now has a title, ghosting. So it's kind of like an acceptable people, people thing that, that happens. People use the word inappropriately. It's like you know when people were talking about staycations. That's not what a staycation oh, is. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. it's about what yeah. ghosting specifically is. Is, is what well, it's intentional for a start, and it actually is. You never see them again because yeah. they're ghosted. They will come back. It's a good thing. Uh, no, it's really. not. No, no but I think people accept that it's, it's something mean. you can do. Like yeah. Yeah. So that's like that's an Irish goodbye. It's yeah. just, I didn't say goodbye <laughs> yeah. at the party because I didn't want to deal with it. Anyway, the drama. look, this guy obviously is like got bored said, or horny or whatever. And thought, I thought, I'll ring time. up your woman. She's a soft touch. She said, I need time. Sorry, are you making excuses for the parents? No, no, I'm saying she must be out of her mind to even consider going yeah. out with this guy. You don't agree with that. No, though, well, I don't over entirely agree because I'm not entirely sure what happened. I'm not entirely sure that she was saying, oh, I'm just out of a, you know, a difficult thing. And I know that we've been meeting each other around me being getting along fine and and you know whatever you know whatever that you know making it official means you know we we got to that point but then she's the one who said I need to take things slowly whatever that and means and he never turned around like a proper man would and, and said, said well, no. I don't actually want to take it slowly so good night Mary Ellen I'm yeah. slinging me hook and I'm okay, out of here yeah. okay which okay, would have been fine. acceptable that's fine. this is not yeah, acceptable that's fine. But then to go, okay, because the internet is a really weird space to be, you know, and people approach it in their own unique way and do all kinds of different things. And I think for him, I don't know how long, it was two months. That's But they had in-person dates. Yeah. They'd been out in the world, like. Yeah, so so automatically then, for her to have any ambivalence about telling him to take a long hike off a short pier is because there's a little bit of something on it. If she's not clear in her head that he's an absolute tool for behaving the way that is, there's something in that story so that's could, not... So the three of us agreed he's an absolute tool? Yes. Okay. So she should tell him to sling... Jacqueline, you didn't say yes. No, because I'm not yeah. sure. I I'm think she's sure. vulnerable. I think because of the yes. marriage breakup thing, she like she's not thinking straight. She yeah, and he, she's making excuses for people and she's worried, okay, well, this guy came... I, I had a marriage breakup and then this guy... He goes, oh, then he reappeared. And maybe there's a bang of desperation there on her part. God yeah, love her okay. because yeah, she thinks she true. won't get anybody. And yeah. so she's making these mad excuses now, for Now, having said that, if he does say, you know, if she, if they do meet up and he just say, look, I'm really sorry, you know, yeah. my mammy died, my cat died, you know, whatever. There may be a re- there may be a reason for it, but if he hasn't given her that reason and doesn't when they meet up, well then no. Well, I mean, mammy died isn't enough of a reason. He'd have it's, to have surgery. He'd have though. to have a, a surgery where his mouth and fingers were all sewn together. <laughs> but you know when it gets to the point, is say, let's say for example, Barbara, you and I were dating, and then you said to me, you wanted to go. Barbara, please don't tell the world. <laughs> and then you say, I want to take things slowly, whatever I'm thinking that means, and I'm going, oh okay. I might have emotional feelings towards that and I go away and think about it. You're stewing because I'm not contacting you but you're not contacting me either. So it's this, like there's a lot of mixed things going on here that isn't clear to me. I'm going, why do you not get to ring up the phone and go, where are you, you... Yeah, that's true. Right, okay. Well, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe, yeah. or maybe he was just not answering her But calls. I still think he was <laughs> he the was one who just disappeared. Yeah. So he's, well, it's up to him. All the text consensus is 
he's uh, a tool. Yeah, he's a tool. He yeah. was with somebody else, didn't work out. You know, yeah. see you later. I tried that. Uh, yeah. I recently took in a new lodger into my apartment as I have a spare bedroom. Well, obviously. Uh, he seemed completely chilled in the interview, but a few things started to emerge, which I'm finding rather sensitive to confront. Whenever we eat together, he says a quiet prayer before eating. That's fine. It doesn't bother me. He plays the Angelus quite loudly on the TV and has asked if he can put a sacred art above the front door. I was completely taken aback by this request. I said, let me think about it, because I'd rather not have religious iconography on my walls, as I'm an atheist. But I'm concerned now that if I say no to him as his landlord, that I might be breaching freedom and religious <laughs> expression laws or God. something like that. Any advice? <laughs> oh, God. Well, I don't think that's, um, you know, the last bit isn't something to be worried about. I don't, I don't think that's what freedom of expression means. And there's no, I don't think we have laws anyway. Um Look, the bottom line is is that somebody expressing or, or kind of performing their own religion is their own business and that's fine. If it's in your home, you know, if you, like, you sound like you're doing everything right. You're like going, yeah, yeah, knock yourself out with your grace before meals and, you know, <laughs> play the bongs really loud. That's I love that. Grand. Plays the angel. Really it's very loud. loud. Like as if it's on his Spotify playlist and every time he comes <laughs> yeah. out, he turns the thing. Yeah, and he, and like he does air guitar to it. Like, why? Why? I want to feel like I'm in the bell. Yeah. I feel like I'm right up there you know um, at the end of the day I think the bottom line is is that this guy like I said I think he's done everything right he's like he's given the guy you know he's not saying you can't do this and you know he's letting him you know I mean, I think he's within his rights to say or she that, um, you know, I don't really want a sacred heart thanks in the living area. Sure, he can stick it up in his bedroom. In his bedroom, he can have all the religious iconography that he wants. Um, But I think it's, I think she's well within her rights to say I don't want it out in the main area. I think perhaps there's an element of being aware of the Unless it was a St. Bridget's Cross. If she wanted a St. Bridget's Cross, that's okay. (laughs) That's compulsory. Because they're lovely and they're nice. Right, okay. They're lovely. There's a danger of the slightly, you know, the soft touch kind of encroaching, what's the Word I'm the end for. of the wedge, yeah. When the religious yeah. stuff starts to get shoved on you a little bit, that's yeah. the bit that I'd be worried she about. She says, so no, and then it's like a no. decade of the rosary you know at bedtime. Yeah, yeah. If, if like, she's worried about the Angelus, though, you could get a cat. All most of our cats, when I used to have the radio on when I was cooking the dinner at about six o'clock, and very often the Angelus came on without exception, hated it and scarpered. <laughs> right. So that, you know, if she that's needs another you got, excuse. You're famous for your atheist cats. My atheist. Yeah, they were God-hating you know, cats. She freak them. I think it was the tone of the bell, like the, the, the boying of the bells. Yeah. Like, just and did, the really weird And imagery. they didn't know where it was coming. They didn't see any images. It's on the radio I was talking oh, sorry. about. Radio but it was just, they never they never understood where yeah. the noise was coming from. It used to freak them out completely. It was uh, worse than Halloween and dogs. Uh, somebody's text in to say, I spent a whole three weeks before moving in with my boyfriend in 1985. There you go. Uh, well, I'm, we don't know what happened next. Well, uh, um, still you're, you're still alive, so that's yeah. the main thing. Uh, Mark says, "Sorry, now, guys." She said, "I want to take it slow." He says, "Okay," and gives her space, and she uh, doesn't try to contact him. So eventually, he gets on to her after waiting that's and not hearing back. Some says, "Mark, that's, that's him." But is that what that's I want him. to take it slow means? No, it is. I thought "want to take it slow" yeah. means. You know, yeah, exactly. That's what yeah. I would think as well. Yeah, but but but, but does that so that's him. If you say I want to take it slow to me, and then I go, okay, well, I'm going to give you space, and you don't make any contact with me. I'm thinking yeah, you're ghosting you're me, Barbara. You're ghosting me. That's because you're. I thought it meant I want to take it slow means we're not riding yet. Yeah, exactly. That's what, that's it what I would have yeah. taken it as well. You yeah. know what I mean? We could see each other, but I don't want to. Move you on know, to the next stage bit of a or snog, whatever. But you know, yeah, exactly. Bit of a fumble, maybe. Yeah, but like, fine. yeah, yeah. 
So, you know, so see you in two months then when you change your mind. There you go. There you yeah. go. So there you go. Declan shows us true colours there. Declan and Barbara, thank you both very much. You are listening to The Moncrief Show on News Talk. We're going to take a break after that, writing in a regional accent. Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Considering the role technology will play in the future of education is now a key focus for school leaders. At Exertus Ireland, together with Microsoft, we're here to support schools every step of the way with powerful tools to help create brighter futures. Talk to us today about solutions for your school. Visit exertus.ie forward slash Microsoft Teaching and Learning. Exertus.ie forward slash Microsoft Teaching and Learning.